Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Another episode Degenerate Derek Podcast. I know I'm a little bit late uh, this week. You used to Monday getting a recap show. A little bit of a vacation from the Billy Madison show, so um, I apologize. This week's episode is just going to be all wrapped up into one. I'll do a quick recap of uh, week, what was it, week 11? Yeah, because this is week 12 we're heading into. And then uh, I'm going to get into my week 12 picks. If you're new, welcome. I uh, co-host the Billy Madison show, nationally syndicated radio show. My name's Derek. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, BMS underscore Derek. I got a lot of new people listening this year. That's a shout out to KISS, my home station in San Antonio. I've been running a lot of promo for this podcast. Getting a lot of new people. I got a lot of messages to get to today, which always makes the podcast fun. Some good, some, you know, just ridiculous. Because it's hard to even come at me right now, I'll be honest with you. It is really difficult for the people that want to... Uh, bring me down just because of what the season that I'm having. And then especially after last weekend, ooh, four and one, four and one. You know what? I, I'm actually glad that I waited a few days uh, to do the podcast. That way I didn't come on here and just completely have a meltdown about the Cowboys game, which was my only loss from the past weekend. I won't recap all of them, but there were some good winners in there, like the Eagles minus two uh, against the Saints. Big time. Easy winner. Steelers plus six against the Chargers. Vikings plus one and a half against the Packers. And the Colts plus seven against the Bills. Those were my four winners. Breaks my heart that my only losers were the Cowboys, but they deserved it. They did. Honestly, you show up and you play like the way the Cowboys did. Had no business. They were never in that game at all. They were almost out of it from the first play of the game where Dak overthrew Michael Gallup. And I was just in a shit mood about it. I really was. I know there was a lot stacked against the Cowboys as far as like Tyron Smith being out, Cooper being out. You know, CeeDee Lamb was in for a half of the game and he didn't do, you know, he proved, he didn't prove nothing. He's still young. But I was really, really hoping he would, he would step up and be like, okay, I can pick up for when Coop's out. He couldn't, just facts, he couldn't. Offensive line couldn't block anything. Dak played like shit. Cowboys defense stepped up, you know. They only allowed 19 points. I know they got down early, but then they held. Micah Parsons had a big game. They just – the Cowboys defensive unit is underrated. It really is. I thought that they would struggle more without Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence still out, but, man, they stepped up. And they they played well enough for what I felt like the Cowboys offense would still show up. I – you pay Dak all that money. I feel like he still comes out and he does something, but he didn't. Those are just that's just the way it was. Cowboys lose. I'm not going to act like it was a nothing loss. It definitely it could have put the Cowboys in a stratosphere by themselves. But instead, the Cowboys just remain a top-tier team. They're still top-tier. Still top 5, in my opinion the best, but it's, you know, it's hard to put them at number one, but I still think they could beat anybody. 
especially getting we're going to get Tyron Smith back when Coop comes back and then Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, we're going to be a problem. We really are. But I'm worried a little bit about the Raiders game just because our offense looks so bad. Our offensive line, I, I, I hope just with Tyron Smith being back, it fixes 70% of the problems that we had on offense. But we'll see. Can't take this Raiders team lightly. I know that they have kind of blown up a little bit, especially since the Henry Ruggs incident. I did not mean to. That was no way. Was that a pun or anything right at all? Uh, but they have self-imploded a little bit, you know, on themselves. The Gruden thing, they were able to, it looked like overcome it. Henry Ruggs situation has just completely depleted the team. But they're going to be, they're a pissed off, hungry team that still has a lot of capabilities. The biggest thing that worries me about Thursday, the Thanksgiving Day game, the Thanksgiving Day game the Cowboys have against the Raiders is I ran across this article today that had this Reddit thread in there where this kid he flipped a coin at the beginning of the season on the Raiders games. And, you know, heads they win, tails they lose. And he went down this whole list. And we are 11 weeks into the season, and he hasn't missed a game. He's, he has predicted them all accurately. This was preseason he posted this. Now, look, I'm not the biggest, like, conspiracy guy, but, I mean, he's hit all 11 weeks so far. So it kind of does make you be like, oh, shit. If he does, uh, like, that'll be crazy. That'll be crazy if he goes the whole season. No way he goes the whole season, right? I mean, he just flipped a coin. Literally, just flipped a coin. Um, you can look it up. Look up, like, Reddit Raiders coin flip guy or something like that. It's it's insane. And you can look, like, when it was posted, and it's not, like, you know, something that was, like, made up. Like, he really did post this, like, preseason. <laughs> it's just, it's insane. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have any Thursday games on the betting slate just because there's a couple reasons. One is I don't want to bet on the Cowboys game because I'm kind of shying away from that. Obviously, I learned my lesson that I always talk about where you don't bet on your – you stay out of – when it comes to money, gambling, you stay out of betting on your own team or in your own team's game. All right? You just do because your vision is clouded, and I got exposed for that last week with the Cowboys being my only loss. So that's one game that's off the board. I kind of like the Bears-Lions game. Just I like the Bears in that game, but not enough to put them on my card. And I don't know what's going to happen in that Bills-Saints game. It's also like it's Thursday, so it's a quick turnaround, obviously. And um, I, I, I struggle sometimes with the Thursday games with like injuries and stuff like that. I don't – I need to pay better attention to who's on the injury report than I honestly do. It's just – it's not that I don't think about it or I don't look at it, but I don't look at it enough is what I'm saying. Like I need to spend more time really combing through those injury reports and seeing, you know, because – it's been a lot lately the past few years where I feel like oh, back in the day, not back in the day, but like, I don't know, five, six years ago, it seemed like more guys who like didn't practice ended up playing in the games. But now it's coming down to like a lot of times where guys don't practice, they end up on Sunday a lot of times being ruled out. And it's just because they haven't got those reps in. And uh, so, yeah, I need to pay a little bit more attention to that because obviously, you know, I need to kind of comb it over. A little more. But that's why I don't want to deal with Thursday's games. I got enough for Sunday's action, so I'll be good. I feel good about most of the picks. I'd say four out of the five. The fifth one, I'm kind of just, eh, I don't know. It's hard to feel good about five games. That's why I rank them, you know, five being least confident, one being most. 
But um, I still got five games for you. I got my boy Rodrigo, who's going for the $100 Visa gift card uh, this weekend after I beat April last week again. Went 4-1 and one last week, 33-22 and 22 on the year, 60%. It's insane. Hopefully I can ride out the next, what is it, week 12, so six weeks left. God dang. And then the playoffs. Don't forget, I still do the playoffs. Pick every game in the playoffs. So, yeah. Let's get into the messages, and then um, I will get... Oh, shit. Sorry, I'm recording from my home studio. Obviously, I'm sure you could tell. Billy Madison Show again, vacation week, Thanksgiving week, always take it off. Um, so I'm not driving my fat ass to the studio so it could be professional. I'm just going to do it at home, and you guys are fine with it, and I appreciate it. Okay, thank you so much. I'm going to get into some messages, and then I will get the pics out there, and then I will let you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving week, okay? All right, let's get into it. Got a few messages, so bear with me. Again, you can always reach out to me, BMS underscore Derek, D-E-R-E-K, on Twitter or Instagram, or you could email me, Derek at kissrocks.com. All right, message one. Uh, bro, I love how a lot of my messages start out with bro. Uh, bro, you seemed lost when someone asked you who was going to be in the Super Bowl, almost like you don't even know who's in contention. That was weird. Uh, I mean, I think that you probably got me on that i don't necessarily know all the playoff standings especially in week 11 or it was probably like week 10 or week 9 like because to me all the games matter but you really start paying attention to that like i don't know week 14 15 stuff like that because that that's when i feel like it really is used more for motivation i'm a week to week guy and i think staying out of that who's in contention stuff and filling my mind up and worried about that allows me to see the game better because it is a week-to-week league. So you're not wrong, I, I would say. When I mean, I know who's in contention. I don't know like where everybody's seated at and stuff like that. But it, I understand what you're, you're saying in your message. Is that like I'm kind of just – I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about the Super Bowl in that sense, really. I'm thinking about, you know, whatever week I'm betting on. And uh, as the season gets closer to an end, then I'll, I'll worry about playoff implications a little more and using that into, you know – which which side I'm going to bet on. Uh, but yeah, you're not totally off in that message. But that's why, though. It's it's just because I feel like it's a week-to-week league. And if you wrap yourself up in that, you kind of you might lose sight on something that you should be paying attention to that's important for that week as far as like which side you should be betting on. Next message. This is probably the number one question I get asked. And I so I throw it in a podcast every once in a while. What site do you bet on? Um, I do not bet on a website. I have a local bookie. And, um, yeah, I used to bet on internet sites. There's some really good ones out there. You just got to do your research. There's a lot of, like, watchdog websites that will tell you pros and cons with each website. So if you really want to get into it, you just, I'm telling you, just Google it. Like, Google will help you. It'll lead you to websites, and you can look up reviews and, and you know, whatever. But it's available out there if you want to get involved in it. Next message. Why? This is probably the next uh, number two as far as most messages I get. Why won't you choose me for your pick'em contest? I, I I'm not I'm not handpicking the contestants. Like I, I'm trying to make it fair, especially because I have like gift cards on the line, and um, it's not about who I want to beat or who I think I could beat. Like I'm really just drawing them at random and it's just it, that's just about making it fair because there's no way that everybody's going to have a shot 
just because of how many weeks there are in football. So the only fair way to me is just to do a random drawing. So I swear to God, it's not personal. And uh, there's still plenty of weeks left. So just hang in there. You might get picked. Next message. Can I have your cash app? Legit been winning money this season by handpicking certain picks of yours that I agree with. I feel like I owe you. Well, uh, sir, I appreciate that, uh, but I can assure you that you owe me nothing. I am glad you're winning. I am glad. I think you're doing the smart thing by just handpicking certain games that I talk about that I'm betting on that you may like as well and not just blind betting my five games. That is, that's the way to do it, in my opinion. It really is. It is maybe you can use my podcast as something to back you up if you're feeling a certain way about a game and then you hear me on it as well. Maybe that gives you the confidence to let it ride. Uh, But no, sir, I will not give you my cash app because I don't want you to send me anything. I'm just glad you're winning. I'm glad you've been listening to the podcast all season. And I'm glad you're having a successful season. So that is is all I need, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, Next message. Be honest. Have you ever gotten into financial trouble with gambling? I'll be honest, no. I was I was fortunate growing up. I kind of grew up around gambling. A lot of people in my family did it. Uh, I even had an uncle who passed away who kind of like, not ran a little, but he it, with a few buddies, he had a little sports book in town. And, you know, it's it it's, sounds like it's a mob story or something, but, you know, he would tell me because I was always into it from the point I was little. I was like eight or nine, and I was honest. Swear to God, I was into like sports betting lines. I really, you know, it just was something that I thought was cool. But he would tell me that, you know, in the future, if I ever go and I'm, I'm betting on games, to not chase. Because the people that chased were the people that kept him booking games, essentially. And it was the people that just couldn't accept that they had a bad week. And that's what gets people into trouble. Not when people lose a couple games, but because when they lose a couple games and they go digging to get out of the hole. Now, I've done that a few times, but even if I lost, I wouldn't have been in that much trouble. And fortunately, most of the times that I have done that, I have gotten out of the little hole that I was in. But no, I honestly, you know, I swear, I have, for the majority of my gambling career, been very responsible with how I bet. I can accept losing weeks. I can bet morning games or noon games, if you will. I can lose a couple of those or I can lose all three, whatever it is that I have bet on. And I can just sit back and I can just watch football the rest of the day and not have to have action on it. I'm not one of those guys. I really try to pick my spots because I really am trying to, I mean, I'm not trying to like sustain a living, but I, I do like to make a little bit of extra pocket cash doing this. I don't want to give my money away. I want to make money. And I really do feel like that. Sometimes you just have to cut your losses on a week. Some people have a hard time. I've seen the people that gamble do it. They'll get down early and they'll just spend the rest of the day trying to dig out of that hole. And next thing you know, they've lost, you know, either everything that's in their account or they've maxed out their account. And now they got to work out a payment plan with a bookie. I've seen it all the time. And that's just something you have to be able to accept that you're not going to win every week. And you have to be able to cut your losses and just accept it and move on to the next week. Because I'm telling you, you'll feel a whole lot better. You feel a whole lot better when you've lost a few hundred instead of a few thousand or whatever it is. Okay. But yeah, to this day, knock on wood, hopefully it doesn't happen. But no, I have honestly 
never been in financial trouble. But if you are, there's, you know, a lot of help out there and a lot of people that can talk you through that, I, I think. Gamblers, uh, I, I probably should have the link for that or something. But you can Google it. Uh, next message. You really should think about charging for uh, at least your favorite pick of the week. Even if it's like 10 bucks or something, people would buy it. You've been on fire this year. I appreciate it. I will never do that just because the moment that I charge somebody, right, the moment that I'm like, all right, yeah, cash at me, you know, whatever, 10, 20 bucks now for my favorite pick. The moment that I would do that and then I would give out a pick and it loses, I would just feel, uh, I don't want to feel that. I don't want to feel that guilt because I would. I would, you know, I have a conscience. I am not a scam artist. I am not a trying to get over on people. Because I understand, too, that, like, okay, maybe maybe it didn't win this week because you can't win every week. But, you know, if you if you do this every week, then you'll probably come out with a profit at the end of the season. I know people aren't going to do that. So there's going to be one person or a few people that just do it one week, and I lose their, you know, they paid me 20 bucks and I gave them a pick that lost. I would just feel like a dickhead. I really would. And I'm not interested in having that. I can do this podcast, give out my picks, and then go to bed every night, no matter, even if I went 0-5, because it's just a podcast, and it's just something, I don't see like, I don't know, I'm not trying to turn this into a business, I guess, if you will. It's just really, honestly, more than anything, a hobby of mine, and doing the podcast is just a way for me to have a platform to express and talk about something that I'm really like into. That's all it is, but I'm not trying to like take money off you guys. I appreciate it, though. I really do, man. I, I am having a great season, but, you know, no matter what my season is, unless I'm picking like, okay, listen, let's just make a deal. If I ever get to a point where I'm picking like 85%, which is literally mathematically impossible and it'll never happen, then I would probably charge, all right? But that would just be because I'm like Nostradamus or something like that. So don't worry, that'll never happen. But I appreciate it though, sir. I really do. And, uh, you know, I just, I look at that as like a compliment. So, but don't worry. It's not happening. All my picks will always be free. Next message. Trash. You bet the Cowboys. I love when you lose. Yeah, I, I know you do, sir. I know. A lot of people do. But I don't even I'm not even mad at you guys. Cause that's all you got. Cause I went four and one this past weekend. It sucks that my only loss was the Cowboys, so it did it did hurt. It does hurt. It still hurts. Um, but I don't care. I mean, I went four and one, bro. Think your message, like, honestly, like I went four and one. Have you ever went four and one in your life? I doubt it. Honestly. But I've done it like three times this year. So S my D, I don't give a damn. Um, but I'm glad, I guess, for you that at least I got one loss this weekend. One out of five. But good job, bud. Uh, next message, last message. My bookie says you lose every week. Said you're down thousands of dollars this year. Well, sir, I mean, if that's true, which I don't know if it is, but let's just say that your message is true and your bookie is telling you this. Well, sir, your bookie is an absolute liar, 100%. Um, you know, I I guess I could have my bookie... Yeah, whatever. I'm not even going to go to the extent of like even proving it. Your bookie's just, he's full of shit, bro. I have one bookie. 
He's a cool dude, but he will, you know, he would tell you, I am not down anything this year at all. I am way, way up. So I don't know. Uh, your bookie, I guess, is, is that clout? That's clout chasing, isn't it? Wow. Am I getting to that level locally in the local betting circles that I'm now being clout chased? Ooh, that's huge. That is huge for the program, if true. If this message is accurate and truthful and your bookie really is telling you that, man, you just made my... Honestly, I I don't think I felt better because that means that I'm literally being clout chased. There's bookies out there that are now lying about me and saying that I'm down thousands. Oh, my God. That's amazing. How would I be down thousands of dollars? I give out my picks, dumbass. Um, what? Do I give out these five games and then I go bet different games or I bet a different? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm 33 and 22, bro. I'm 60%. How would I be down thousands? This podcast recorded, dumbass. What do you mean? But I really hope that story is true. I really do, because that to me is awesome. That to me is a sign that things are going well. Things are going real well for me, and big things are in the future, if that's true. Hopefully it is. All right, I got to get going. Uh, I got to do my picks. I'm already 20 minutes deep into this podcast. I guess it's good, though, that I went a little bit longer because it's kind of like a combination podcast. But um, again, if you want to message me, Reach out to me, Twitter, Instagram, email, all that good stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Let's get into who Rodrigo, the person I'm going up against this week for a $100 gift card, a $100 Visa gift card brought to you by Wendy's for the Wendy's Pick'em Contest. Rodrigo's got five picks, and then I'll give you my five picks, and then we will get out of here, okay? All right. Rodrigo's picks. Number five. Rodrigo's got the Jags plus one against the Falcons. I actually kind of like this pick. I really do. I think the Jags have been uh, playing tough. I think they're tougher than the Falcons when it comes down to it. And to me, I value toughness in the NFL above anything else. I think the Falcons are lost. I think Dallas, uh, the beatdown of the Falcons by Dallas just kind of like took all the wind out of their sail. And I think the Jags pull off the upset, so I'm, I, I agree with Rodrigo. Good pick. Number four. He's got the Pats, minus five and a half against the Titans. Hard to argue against that one. Patriots have looked really good. They're at home. Uh, one of the best defensive teams right now in the NFL, so obviously the Titans coming off that loss to the Texans. He smells blood, so he's going Pats, minus five and a half. Number three. He's got Panthers, minus one against the Dolphins. I don't have a take on this game at all, so I'll just let Rodrigo's pick stand for itself. Number two. He's going with the Colts plus two and a half at home, taking on the Bucks. A lot of people getting on the Colts' dick, so just beware of that. Um, obviously, I was on them early. Last week, they were one of my top three picks against the Bills when nobody was on them, but I, I, I don't know. Bucks are pretty good against the run. I'm just going to say that. So now you need Carson Wentz to win the game for you. Uh, eh, eh. I don't really like this pick, but that is Rodrigo's uh, second pick. Colts plus two and a half. Number one. And for Rodrigo's favorite pick of Sunday's games for this week 12 $100 gift card brought to you by Wendy's, uh, he's got Giants plus three 
against the Eagles. Not sure what he's seeing in that situation, but I kind of like it because that's the whole point. You know, you see everybody's obviously going to be betting on the Eagles. I might even have a bet on the Eagles. But I don't know how you bet the Giants there. I guess maybe his thought is because Jason Garrett got fired and so the offense just looks different. But I think the Giants have... I don't think coaching was necessarily their problem. I think they have a lot of personnel issues, but, you know, we'll see. That's his number one pick, Giants uh, plus three against the Eagles. Real quick recap, because I know a lot of you out there like the Wendy's Pick'em Contest people because they've been having a good season. Um, I don't have their record in front of me. I think they were 25-20, and 20, and then they went 3-2 and two last week, so that means they're 28-22, and 22, so that's pretty solid. Not as good as my 33-22, and 22, but still, both of us, are uh, giving out nothing but winners, all right? We're both above the profit margin, uh, profit line, if you will, I guess. And so that's pretty solid. Uh, Real quick recap, though, of Rodrigo. He got Jags plus one against the Falcons. Patriots minus five and a half against the Titans. Panthers minus one against the Dolphins. Colts plus two and a half against the Bucks. And the Giants plus three against the Eagles. Those are Rodrigo's five picks. Good luck to you, sir. And again, if you want to try to get in that Wendy's Pick'em contest, all you got to do is message me, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, email. Message me, say you want to get in on the contest. I'll write your name down. I'll put your name in the hopper. And then just be on the lookout for a DM for me if I draw your name. I'll usually DM you like Monday or Tuesday. It gives you time to try to get your picks to me uh, that week. But yeah, still got time to get into that contest if you want. This week is for $100. If uh, Rodrigo loses, next week will be worth $200. All right, before I get into my five picks, uh, brought to you by Isla Street Brewing, the best craft brewery in Texas, Buck Austin. So right down here, San Antonio, Isla Street Brewing. Follow them on Instagram, I-S-S-L-A-S-T Brewing. Go follow them. Check out their website. They got all your craft beer needs here in San Antonio. All right. Before I get into the five picks, I'm going to give you a little Thanksgiving Day parlay. I'm going, this is a three-teamer, or a three-parter, I should say. It's uh, Bears minus three. Not going to give you any reasoning on that. I just think that everybody's on the Lions, expecting the Lions, you know, to get a win. And I just think that the Bears come in defensively, shut them down. And uh, Andy Dalton does enough for them to get the win and cover the three. I like the Saints plus six. Bills are soft. And I like the Saints-Bills over 45 and a half. That's a little three-teamer. Uh, I think I put mine in for like 50 bucks, pays like 300 Just a little something, just a little funsy for Thanksgiving Day so you have a little bit of action out there. I really don't like any of the Thanksgiving Day games as far as a legit you know, shot at making money. I'm not going to bet on the Cowboys game, obviously. I'm burned from that. Bears-Lions, ick. Saints-Bills could have been good, but obviously, you know, with Jameis Winston being out and... Maybe the Bills stumble in a little bit. There's not a lot of excitement for Thanksgiving Day games, but that's why I'm going to throw a little fun three-team parlay that uh, could be dead before the Bears-Lions is even over with. But it is what it is. It's out there. All right, let's get in now to my five games that I am picking this week. Number five. I hate that this team is kind of hot for me betting-wise, but they're probably my most profitable team that I bet on this year on the podcast, and that's the Eagles. Minus three, 
Take it on the Giants. I just think that the Eagles, sadly, are the better team. I think the Eagles have a really good offensive line. I also think that they realized and they've just kind of like given in on how they need to use Jalen Hurts. Um, I also think that the Giants, you know, they fired Jason Garrett, and they're going to realize, Giants fans will, are going to realize this week that it's it, it's not that Jason Garrett needed to stay. Obviously, he's got his issues, but Jason Garrett, the, the problems are not going to go away just because you fired Jason Garrett. Giants are still going to struggle, and uh, I believe the Eagles probably win this game very easily. I like them minus three against the Giants. Number four. I like the Texans minus three against the Jets. Um, it's just uh, I, the Jets are so bad, right? And the Texans seem to be a little more cohesive. Um, a little more reserved to the fact that they knew they were going to have a tough year, but they're still showing up. There's a lot of young guys on there that are really playing for their spot, not only on the team, but just in the league. And the Texans just look better to me. I know they beat the Titans last week. I'm not putting, like, all my stock into that because the Jets also beat the Titans this year. Um, I bet on the Texans a couple times this year. I'm 1-1. One one. I bet on them week one against the Jags when nobody was on him, looked like a genius. And then I think I bet on him against the Browns, and that one didn't pan out well for me. Tyrod Taylor's playing. Um, I like how this Texans defense is playing, and I, I really think that this game against the Jets, you know, not that it's a blowout, but they should easily cover this three points against this terrible, terrible Jets team. Number three. I like the Bucks Minus two and a half on the road, taking on Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis is now this team that everybody wants to bet on because Jonathan Taylor went for five TDs against the Bills. Bucks are much better. Nobody's been able to run on the Bucks yet this year. Nobody. And I really, I, I just think that Tom Brady, he knows how important home field is going to be this year. Unlike last year, you know, with no fans last year, it really didn't matter home, road. And in the playoffs, you know, that, that stuff means a lot. And so Tom's not going to let the I, – I just can't see a Tom Brady-led team with this much talent going to 7-4. and four. I just can't see it. I know the Colts are the trendy pick. I know Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns. But if the Bucks stop the run like I think they can, and then you got to depend on Carson Wentz to defeat, uh, defeat Tom Brady, I like the Bucks here. Minus 2.5. Number 2. I'm going Broncos. Plus 2.5 at home taking on the Chargers. Chargers looked good last week. Not good enough to uh, cover against the Steelers. I was on Steelers plus six, but they put up a lot of points, but they put up a lot of points against backups. Steelers are just, they are decimated on the defensive side of the ball. Luckily, their offense was able to keep them in it. Their defense even looked really good at times, but, you know, Chargers put up a lot of points. This week, I just feel like it's going to be a different story against the Broncos. The Broncos are an ugly team. They're not fun to bet on just because they're just, they're blah, but they hang in a lot of games and they're at home. They're going to have a huge advantage and I like for them to beat the Chargers, but I'll take the plus two and a half Broncos plus two and a half against Chargers. Number two, number one, I'm going Packers at a pick them against the Rams. Packers obviously lose last week. Packers don't lose two in a row, and they don't lose at Lambeau. I know they weren't at Lambeau last week, but what I'm saying is there's a lot going into this, okay? Aaron Rodgers pissed off. Um, I don't give a shit about COVID toe. Uh, Packers got a great defense, 
And I just think that the Rams are, you know, I've been a Rams hater all year. I'm not going to lie to you. Honestly, if I'm being fair, I should be transparent. I wanted to put Washington as my number one pick, but they're playing on Monday night. And so I wanted to give you five games from this weekend. But a little special for you, I would also bet on uh, Washington. I know I'm betting on Washington. They're minus one at home for Monday night football against the Seahawks. But I'll go with the Packers as a pick them at home. I think it's a great spot. I know the Rams are coming off a bye. I know a lot of people have a lot of expectations for the Rams. But the Packers' defense is playing legit. And again, they're in Lambeau. They're at home. It's hard to beat Green Bay in Lambeau. And they lost last week. That That's my... You know, it should be a great game. Rams-Packers should be awesome. But if I can get the Packers at a pick them when they lost last week and now they're back home and they just don't lose there, I to me it's a good spot. It's a good bet. Even if it loses, I feel like it's a good bet. So I like the Packers there. All right, those are my five picks. I even gave you a ba- uh, bonus one. You already know my Monday night uh, pick is Washington. I really like that pick. Seahawks are trash. And Washington... I think they're just going to build off of their back-to-back wins against the Bucks and the Panthers, and I just, I think the, I think Washington comes through. Plus, they're at home. All right, those are my five plays. Again, quick recap: I had Eagles minus three against the Giants. I had the Texans minus three against the Jets. Bucks minus two and a half against the Colts, and then I had who was my number two? Oh yeah, Broncos plus two and a half at home. Gotta love a home dog. Plus two and a half at home against the Chargers. And then my number one pick is the Packers. Pick them at home against the Rams. Those are my five plays. Again, brought to you by Isla Street Brewing. I-S-S-L-A-S-T Brewing. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their website. Anything you need craft beer related, those are the guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank you uh, for joining me. This is going to do it for my week 12 pick them show. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Things should be back to normal next week as far as Monday. I should be able to recap. And then next Friday, obviously, will be uh, my pick'em show. But I do hope you guys have a great holiday. Gamble responsibly, all that good shit. And uh, good luck. And I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, we can keep this winning streak going. Let's do it. Later. The Degenerate Derek Podcast.